Welcome to the Ball Bros. My name is Nick. I'm Jake. And I'm Sandy. Coming at you with a lot of sports and a little bit of nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. It's Friday, baby. TGIF. Hello and welcome in once again. What episode is this? 32? Something like that. Feels nice, doesn't it? Oh yeah, this is just a rhythm now. If you count some of the nonsense, I actually think we're at like episode 35. That's crazy. Just getting started, too. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll look back at episode, you know, 3,500 oh and gosh. say, man, we're wow. just getting started now, too, right? Do we even make right. that many episodes? I think we probably, can. That'd yeah. be like one of the most made podcasts of all time, probably. It would probably take us like five to ten years, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. Something crazy. I can only imagine. Well, let's talk about some guys who... Let's get right into the injury news. There's a lot to get through, especially in terms of injuries. I think one of the biggest ones of the week may be... Debo? Zeke? Yeah, Debo literally just last second today, just casual. Oh, yeah, he's going to be out. and He was missing practice. Yeah, I mean, Zeke, similar to that. You know, they're both guys that, you know, I thought entering the week, opportunities was good, you know, was about to strike. Zeke then has his issues. What was going on with Zeke him? is doubtful. He's not officially, but I don't. he's not going to play. So yeah, it's, it's not Basically, good. he's not going to play. It's, it's a knee, knee injury. Issue. Just re-aggravated. I don't think he's going to be out long term, but – they have a, always a guy. That they have a bye week coming up as well. Yeah. So it would almost be, especially if they're paying him as much money as they are and he looks right. a little banged up, let him get healthy. Yep. Come back after the bye. Tony Pollard can definitely hold it down. Right. I mean, Debo, the only concerning thing is they're saying hamstring. And we know right. how we feel about hamstrings on this podcast. It's one of the worst injuries, for, especially for anyone that has a fast twitch like him. It's almost impossible to come back from in a week. Mm-hmm. So that that could be concerning. I mean, I would look for him to be out for a little I while. I mean, it's also silver lining there. I think it's perfect timing you know, for it to happen when you do have McCaffrey now a week into the system. George Kittle starting to get warmed up. And Brandon Ayuk looks good. They so. have a bye after this next game. So could be perfect yep. timing. I think he you know, has and misses this game. And like you said, Wazik gets healthy after the bye and mm-hmm. hopefully comes back stronger. Exactly. Uh, the biggest one, though. Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. It hurts me. Just brutal. It pains me. It pains me as a Bengals fan, but yeah, if you're an owner of Chase, it really hurts to they, see. I'm I'm skeptical of the prognosis right now. They're saying four to six weeks. They said he's got tiger blood on him. He's coming back sooner than that. What you know? I mean, what they, can we believe? They're not going to put him on IR just yet. They still technically have another couple days to decide that officially. But you know, as of right now, it sounds like. You know, the timetable still the four to six weeks. He's going to miss some time, guaranteed. But they're going to probably just try to rehab, give him tons of physical therapy, just get him feeling good. He'll more than likely, this type of injury you don't have, or not injury, but, you know, injury that you would have surgery on midseason. It's yeah, something you would yeah. wait. It's a, a hip injury, and that's yeah, that could be all over the fracture. place. Yeah. yeah, really weird. And he, and he continued to play throughout that yeah. game. He was doing his little gritty, and then he grabbed his hip. I thought right. it was a fake like celebration, but apparently that, he actually and, heard it. There. And the thing is, it's not even the hip. It's the torn labrum. Mm. That's it looks the issue. super awkward. Didn't it look in, incredibly cringy when he was kind of walking off the field? It makes yeah. me skeptical, but he's not—he's not going on IR. Well, like they've, they said it. The good thing, the only good thing is, look at the schedule coming up for Cincinnati green. at Cleveland, Carolina, by at Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Those are four games that they believe they probably should win at least three out of those four. So I think that's why they're safe to say let's get them fully healthy for that brutal stretch at the end of the year with mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City. Like let's just get them healthy. Let's make a playoff push. And then Tampa we'll see Bay's looking a little less scary now, especially with Shaq Barrett 
tearing his Achilles. So that defense will fall a little bit. Yeah, I'm not as worried about Tampa Bay. It's just get him healthy now while the schedule's easy and then make a playoff push. But for fantasy purposes, it definitely hurts who's a first-round pick for most teams. I think he'll play right after the bye, just like the other right, two. Right. That'll and be the plan. I yeah. had to convince myself that everything will be okay with Chase. You know, At the end of the day, it's never a super bad thing for when they catch something that I would consider this to be more on the minor to yeah, than major. I agree. But it's something that's going to hold them back. But at the end of the day, you know, if, they, if target return, as far as like fantasy purposes, he would be back around week 11 week 12 maybe and that's just in time but you know guys like my team you know out here if i can just get a couple wins in there that's the that thing. Would be perfect timing with, with a guy like with someone who's your first round pick if this happens at a time like this you're hoping to be around 500 if you if you only have a couple wins right now and your first round pick goes out i don't want to say it's toast for your season but it hurts yeah. so at least you're close to 500 at this point mm-hmm. you just want to tread water these next four or five weeks and wait for him to come back how willing would you be to trade for somebody like a Tyler Boyd in the meantime? Depends on what would be offered. If you're looking at redraft, definitely dynasty purposes. You could still get used. You know, I, I saw you make that 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 exact trade. You know, yeah, I like it for <laughs> dynasty. I I made the trade thinking he will go on IR as well. That was my initial thought process. So I'm a little disappointed that that didn't happen. But I'm also happy for Jamar Chase being healthy yeah, or healthier yeah. than I thought he was going to be. Right. On the bright side, like you know, we just talked about Tyler Boyd. He's only 27. So even in a dynasty setting, he's going to be used. They like him there. You know, at the end of the day, I think this is a big opportunity for T Higgins to get on track this year. I think Joe Mixon will be more involved in this offense, which he already is heavily involved, but I think he'll be more effective at, yeah. you know, at this point. They're throwing the ball more than anybody in the league right now. Yeah. So hey, immediately, yeah, it gives all three of the other options now a, a huge bump. Yep. Lazard, uh, yeah. Michael Al, Thomas. Michael Th- Those guys you can kind of bunch in because they've, they've missed some times this year and they're both quality wide receivers when they start. But Michael Thomas, for me, is, is starting to get a little it's concerning. Scary. I don't want to tail, tail off too much into this, but – is he droppable? We don't even no. no. He's not droppable because it's, we've seen what he's done this year, but it's getting scary. Like, why has he missed four games now and they didn't put him on IR? Yeah. Like, help, yeah. help some fantasy managers. I know it's not about that, but, like, is what's he going a guy, on here? Is he then a guy you'd want to target, or what do you do with him? In Dynasty, in Dynasty, I'm putting him on the tar- trade block today. But it's today. tough to target him in Dynasty because he's 29 years old yeah, and he right. hasn't played more than three games in the last three but this, years. this is the That's type of situation scary. where you're in, a, you're in a bind. If you're someone like yeah. me who has him in Dynasty, I want to, at this point, almost sell him just so that way I don't have to worry about him. Yeah. What about redraft? But you redraft, feel good about him the rest of the year? I would target him in redraft because hopefully he comes back strong. Yeah. But then again, that that Saints team is looking bad right now. So what is their rush to get yeah. him back and not right. still play Alave, who looks amazing, and just keep and feeding him, right? you throw in the mix, Kamara, the trade talks that are swirling yeah. you know, with that, the Eagles. That feels weird. And apparently that's not even accurate. But it was all over the place. Yeah. But then it's like... Everybody in the, in the organization will say to Alvin they're not going to trade him, but what if they do? He's what always if available. By starting Why Andy, they? they don't at even have their point. own. They lost their own first-round pick this year. Mm. They lost it trying to get Alave. They, they wanted did, it back. <laughs> yeah, they want it back, but no way they'll get it for Kamara. No. no way. I, I agree, though. It's like when you're a team like that, and Kamara is obviously a huge asset for you, but you don't see a lot of future. I mean, he's 27 years old. Would you not try to get as much as you can now and maybe try yeah, to rebuild? If I'm, I mean, if I'm Andy a Dal- now team, yes. Andy, Andy Dalton is your starting quarterback. You're in a rebuild. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, but at you best, are. At best, you're going to get a third-round pick because of his deal. He's not 
Christian McCaffrey either. Mm, he's never no. been that kind of a workhorse. I mean, he I has. I would take a third round pick for him though, because he was a second round yeah. pick coming out of college, anyways. So. Kamara, or uh, who is it? Kareem Hunt. They're talking about trading him for a fourth round pick, and that may not even happen. No. So think about what Kamara's price would be. Yeah. So I don't think the trade will actually get done. But right. in the same breath, if he went somewhere like the Rams. I would suddenly look at the Saints as a team that I wouldn't want to. You you, w- you wouldn't want to play anybody on them, right. except I mean, for maybe Alave. Alave, Alave yeah, That's about it. but Alave Michael would Thomas. Have, Alave would have that Brandon Cooks type of impact, then maybe probably better. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, but, Alave yeah. looks phenomenal. Oh, he we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, Mark Andrews re-aggravated a little bit of that knee, but not as much that as it was just the shoulder. Which the coaching staffs already came out and said it's not too serious. He might miss a week. Won't be super long term, I don't think. He would make a twenty yard catch, grimace, and run off the field. Yeah, that it was, was weird. He, that was, he, he literally kept doing it like three times, and he was already like a game time decision yeah. going in. So I was kind of surprised they even started him. But they do get what they get like ten days now before yep. the next game. So and I think Bateman, he could play the next game. Bateman's foot. Yeah, Edwards Bateman came out. out too. Yeah, Duvernay's yeah. looking better and better there because yeah, he's Duvernay. getting all the work, and he's a great kickoff slash punt returner. So you know he's always going to have the ball in his hands. Yep. And, you know, overall, you know, Isaiah likely emerged out of that game. We saw last week that they know what they're doing. They know how to get the ball to their playmakers. So I would like to see them, even when Mark Andrews is back, to incorporate likely a little bit more because why wouldn't you? They probably will. Like they said, the announcer said during that game, they treat their tight ends as wide receivers there or just as options because they have four tight ends and two of them are specifically blocking Ricard and – What's his name? Josh Oliver. Ricard's yeah. more of a fullback, too. So like they have literally anyway. specifically blocking guys, and then they, they consider Andrews unlikely wide receivers. That's a yeah. place Gusecki could end up at some point. Oh, my God. I think, I think likely is much there. more nimble-footed than Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews yeah. is a big clobber and tight end. So when Likely's on the field, I think it would be a good mix to have them both together, in yeah. Dynasty especially. I almost traded him for a second-round pick, and then he caught a touchdown. That I, was, that I was would incredible. still have taken – I would have literally jumped on that. If I received a second-round pick for a guy that you got undrafted, give me yeah. that all day long. But that's the, up, the upside for a dynasty tight end is a lot I know, because but there's not any tight if, ends. If anybody approached me for Dolchich for a second-rounder or Christian for Bellinger okay. for a second-rounder, the then timing I'm of it, I think, more than anything. Okay, but is likely Going, better than those guys? Yes. Oh, based off no. one big game, Dolchich I don't like Dolchich drafted in. higher. Preseason so preseason. Those guys are more blocking tight ends. TJ Hawkinson tight ends. I do know where you're coming from, though, because at the same time, the same effect with likely happened to Ramondre Stevenson in yes. preseason. We yes. all saw what happened there, and we all you know know what happened to Ramondre. You, you know I compared those scenario, two though. together, right? I, oh, yeah, I, I said that they remind me of each other because they're two huge men at their position mm-hmm. with the nimblest and quickest feet. I mean, likely made a play last night, caught the ball over the middle, juked out like three guys, got 17 it yards. In that moment, you had texted me and said, nope, I can't sell them down. I'm can't, saying, all I right, can't whatever. Oh, I love insane. them, man. I do love them. Uh, if I had more than a first-round pick in a dynasty draft, I would have taken them in like the second round because I missed out on fire wow. move because of Terrence Marshall. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Well, that was tough. I likely, took Marshall right ahead of But likely is a rookie this year. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like I made the mistake in the past. Uh, if I had another I pick this year, saying. yes, yes. Um, we got a couple more guys on here. Chuba Hubbard. DK. I think at this point for Hubbard, you know, that's a whole dumpster fire there in Carolina. Um, but you'll see Deontay Foreman. He should um, feast, right? But then watch him not. That's the, that's the yeah. problem. It's like when a guy like it's, that, you expect to feast. That's when they have like eight points. Tread lightly. I would add flex if you're in a bind. You know, don't feel like that would be a bad move to yeah, start Foreman. I would still start him. But 
Yeah, just be careful. And then, yeah, yeah like you said, DK. He's looked great. Foreman has looked really good yeah. when he gets there. He's a bruising the last two years. You guys want to get into our favorite starts of the week. Oh, yeah, and we got some good ones. Who wants to go first? Yeah, we have some, some massive ones. I'll start in light of the biggest injury of the week, a guy who I roster and a guy who I love and admire. Let's go with Higgins. Yep. And I, I almost you could almost say Boyd here because I think they're both just going to they're gonna feast. absolutely feast. We I saw mean, what Chase and Boyd did last week. There's no reason Higgins and uh, yeah, Boyd can't replicate it, that. It does, it does hurt Chase being out because we've seen what happens when Higgins is out. Chase, I don't want to say struggle because he was still solid, but it's not the same offense mm-hmm. when Chase is out. So right. it's going to be different. I think they, they're going to switch some things around, but they find, it looked like Joey Burrow is finally back. He's starting to to spread the ball around. So, you know, maybe they go out and sign a, another wide receiver to be a wide receiver three or four for them. But, I mean, it just it boosts Higgins, it boosts Boyd, and it boosts boost Hurts. Yep. I, I like it. I agree. T. Higgins, I've always been a big fan of him. I uh, drafted him in Dynasty originally. and uh, It's 23. That's the one guy that was always close to my heart that I ended up trading away at some point. But it was Ford to get Chase. Chase. So yeah. Chase, yeah. Uh, I got better. better. Who's uh, your guy? My first guy is going to be Devonta Smith. And Love him. He's been on a great trend. They're playing Pittsburgh. That's all you really mm-hmm. got to say about it. Yep. And he has just as many receptions as A.J. Brown, even considering he had a game where he got completely goosed in week one. So I think Devonta Smith's floor is a lot higher than people think, and his ceiling is just as high as A.J. Brown's. Yeah. It's just a, a fact of, are the Eagles ever going to be in a competitive game mm. long enough for both of these guys to have a great game at the same time? Because they're just as good as Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's what we want is we want it to be a high-scoring game, and the problem is Philadelphia's defense just looks so good right now. There hasn't been any, the only high scoring game was Detroit and AJ Brown at twenty five. Yeah, Devontae had a, the, his only goose, goose egg, egg, of course. That's but like, crazy. why yes. can't we can't get these high scoring games because their defense is just so good right now? Yeah, and it that's the problem with Philadelphia. I, I feel like it's going to be one or the other every week. I don't feel like up Robert AJ Quinn. and Devontae could both have twenty one week. Unlike, I think Higgins and Chase have done that multiple times. It can do that. I Absolutely. almost had said to start Miles Sanders this week, but hmm. I don't know. I just, that's the one thing about Pittsburgh you never know is they do play up to their competition typically, make it at least close. If they lose, not every game, you know, we I mean, saw what's what Buffalo their, did. What's to their them, corner but, situation like? They're pretty anemic. Yeah, that's one thing. Even in the past three, four years, the corners just haven't been up to par. Like, so even I love if the you put like your play, best corner, best corner on AJ Brown, then Devontae's yeah. just going to be running. Free, one of those so. two guys is going off. Yeah. AJ Brown's the automatic start, but Devontae's a guy that a lot of people probably are starting. But even on with him, he's considered still more of like a wide receiver to you know deflects in a lot of cases. Right. This guy, I would start above either of those wide receivers, Chris Olave. I told you we'd talk about him again. I just can't get on board yet. And, you know, I love Alave. I'm not saying I can't get on board with him, but I can't get on board with their offense because while Alave is just performing, the games are just feel weird, you know. Yeah, but somebody's got to get targets. He had yeah. 14 last year. He looks game. more and more involved. It's great. That's insane. He looks so like a big boy out there. He don't look like one of these rookie wide receivers. You know, he's come in with the same kind of ability to get open that Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase had. He doesn't have nearly the same – uh, touchdown upside it seems like because he's a smaller guy he's not built the mm-hmm. same but just in terms of getting open right he's doing better than anybody right. else on the saints and andy dalton's whole philosophy on offense so far is Get drop back and Jameis really drop back 
stare at Alave, stare at Alave. Okay, throw it, to, throw it to him or throw it to Mark Reese Calloway or something. So Alave's going to he's going to feast once again, and yeah. especially with uh, Thomas out. And There's they're no playing reason the Raiders. He shouldn't, but, I mean, last game, 14 targets, seven receptions. The accuracy is going to be the problem, so it's it's how many times yeah. Andy Dalton can hit him. Mm-hmm. And who, they're going up against Las Vegas. I mean, they do have Hobbs, but I don't know how much he – covers the main guy a lot so yeah i'm not worried about i'm not worried about the vegas matchup no. and i think the points will be there in this game to where the saints are they're gonna have to keep going to the well throwing the football and that's yeah. the scary thing these both of these teams have two wins yeah and so it's like i expect las vegas to win this game they should win this game but so new hopefully they go sneaky that's what i'm saying hopefully las vegas goes up early and then you it's know at new orleans too, Alave has so. to get targets so we'll see but I like Alave regardless. Who's another guy that you have, Jake? This guy's well, to the moon this right one, now. Yeah, this might have been the highest riser. Uh, to the moon, like the last straight up out two. of this world right now. It's in Travis Intian. Intian. I mean, this dude. Not just saying that because I'm an owner of him in Dynasty, but no, I've been no, waiting. You we've are all, saying it because you're an owner. We've but all been waiting for, for him truth. to pop off. I talked about him as as our one of our first podcasts. I said he was going to be my dark horse of the year, and, and everybody this, was on his train. And this is why, before Rohan had left our league, I told him time and time again, you do not Don't pass trade. up Travis Etienne. And people have been and trying to trade for him all off season, and then he comes out. He has seven points and eight points. People are trying to get him from me. Is, is patience. Yep. Patience. Absolutely. Six yards to carry right now. Just don't, He's not being very sometimes patient. Sometimes patience He's isn't always patience. good, though, because there's other guys like Najee Harris yeah, that Najee. don't benefit You don't from always that. have to have but, patience, but he looks incredible. There's no more James Robinson to poach touchdowns from him. Or any look, for that matter. Or anybody to poach touchdowns, except for, I mean, I could see Lawrence carrying some in, but. Mm, that always happens with like, mobile quarterback. For the future, I actually do like Snoop Connor there for some reason. I've <laughs> yeah. always been a fan of him, but now, now that that trade's done, not this year. Not this you can, year. You can have Snoop. Yeah, you can have That's Snoop. fine. You can have I like the name. You just like his name. I feel like it's just hard to believe a guy like that's not going to make at least some type of splash. In I league. would prefer mm-hmm. Jermichael Hasty between Ugh. those two. Ugh. Hasty had the seventy-yard run. Yeah. All right, like I said, next before year. before we move on here, hold on. We got one more guy, two more guys. All right, yeah. let's yeah. go ahead. Go one ahead and more do, your, do your two more. We got Sandy. two more. Oh, two more. Yeah, yeah. Sandy, go ahead and do yours. Adam Thielen, and this is a good Thielon. matchup. Thielen, if you will. <laughs> we have We're going French on Minnesota. Is it Thielen or Thielen? Thielen. Thielen. <laughs> you got Thielen. Minnesota and Arizona. It's a very interesting game. It's at Minnesota. It's in the dome. We know what that type of environment brings for the Cardinals. I think. It is Call of Duty opening weekend, so I do believe Minnesota oh, wins. Fuck. But I forgot about God. that. I thought it was going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Drop Hopkins. Damn it. Uh, drop Kyler. See, the Chiefs are currently playing Call of Duty, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got a bye week. Yeah. yeah they, but they don't have Kyler a Murray's punching the air right now, wishing he could have got his bye week <laughs> this bye week. week. That's hilarious. <laughs> I bet the, the Chiefs have some sort of deal with Call of Duty or something. That's why the bye week's timed up the way that oh it did. Gosh. It's all perfect. Like it I really said, is. This man, Kyler, was. Was on the execs, at, you know, asked the whole preseason, say, please give us yeah. that bye week. Nope. They, they said, we'll give you a rematch of the one of the best games you had last year, though, against yep. the Vikings. I think this is truly going to be a fantasy on, be a delight. on both sides. Thielen, he's going to get his. So. D-Hop this is probably will be good. A, you think I he gets think. a touchdown this week? Thielen? I he think does. so. Thielen's the type of guy that he'll be a very quiet touchdown. You'll see it, and he'll come out with, like, 16 points. And from a guy like him, you love it because – 
that is exactly what you want from him. You know, in when you have a guy like Justin Jefferson on the other side of the field, getting 150 yards yeah. and no touchdowns right. every game. Yeah, uh, my favorite, my favorite receiving corn league. I think personal favorite, even though I do like yeah. the Bengals, probably just because of Chase. But my personal favorite receiving core is Minnesota. I agree. I love him. I love Jefferson the most too. He's yeah. just the best. He's truly the best receiver in the game, in my opinion. They look good. I mean, Thielen's a good start. He's had 15 three times this this year. I think he gets. A, I think he gets 15 again. There's no reason he shouldn't. Like he's going to see targets. I think he'll get a touchdown. It'll be one of those six catches for like 80 yards. I'm and thinking. A I'm thinking 16 or 17 for him this week. Yeah, that would be right there. Six catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Yep. That would be even more. It'd be a 20-point game. Yep, I'd be fine. I believe that can happen. What about you, Nick? Who are you going with? Uh, I think Tony Pollard might have a great game, especially if Zeke is a little dinged up. Even if he's he's in, out, who cares? We were going to play Pollard either way, right? Yeah, you have to. I love him. I think this week will be the week that, I mean, who are the the Cowboys playing again? We weren't even playing the Bears. Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson had a great game against the Bears last week. I know it was not a great game for the Patriots overall, and he had to catch some balls, but Pollard is the kind of guy out of the backfield. This is why you've been waiting. You've been holding on to him. When you have these handcuffed backs like Khalil Herbert, when the starter goes out, the backup has nobody to siphon touches from them. Right. Yeah. I mean, everyone, every Tony Pollard, that's, that's what you've been waiting for is for Zeke to go down and, what your long-term holders, especially in dynasty formats, you're waiting for Pollard to have that huge game. To he hasn't it, had that game where yeah. he has literally said, to make I don't care if you're coming back. I'm going to be like Ramondre, and I'm going to take over this backfield. I'm taking He hasn't spot. done that yet, so everyone that has him wants to see him do that. And, I mean, he should be, he should be able to, you know, take over this backfield like everyone wants to see. So let's yep. see it. Let's see it happen. Exactly. It's a good week for it. And and before we move on, real quick, I want to make this our beef of the week because we have not had one. Oh, Lord. I like these six guys right here, and I think all oh, okay. six of them are scoring big. Hmm. Who's scoring the most this week? Well, I'm immediately sick to my stomach. Uh, T. Higgins. NTN. Pollard. <laughs> ah, oh, my God. I wanted to go a lot of it, but I'll go Pollard. Let's go our beef right there. So I'm going Travis NTN. Sandy, you're going T. Higgins. Yep. I'll go Tony Nick, Pollard. You're going Tony Pollard. Yeah. All right, that's the beef right I'm there. That's like a three it. way, a nice three I have beef. reasons I like for it. say what I said. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to go ahead and write it down. Yeah, on we'll the board. write it down. We needed a new beef. so You guys you guys start talking about the sits of the week. Okay, yeah, let's move straight into those sits after we got our beef up here. I'm going to go straight into Scary Terry. McLaurin. I'm, Welcome to your I'm nightmare. scared of Terry McLaurin. And we have been kind of all year. He had a 79-yard a touchdown last week that just salvaged his week. Yeah, and I've been saying it all year. I, I'm not a big fan of Terry McLaurin, at least not yet. I think if he went to a better system, I would be much better you know, fan of him. I love his tools. I love his, you know, his build. I just don't love a situation. He's 27 years yeah. old. Heineke low-key kind of looks like an upgrade from, from Carson Wentz. But, and he did see eight targets. But It's just, ironic. It's um, against Indianapolis. So. What, was the, what was the comment when Carson Wentz was brought on? He was barely an upgrade. And now he's not even an upgrade. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Well, I think when it comes to Terry McLaurin, he's super old. And in Dynasty, yeah. I don't even – it's just the least appealing asset yeah. you could have. He really is. In redraft, it's maybe even worse. Right. 
This next guy is a guy to sit only because I just don't feel good about it this week. It's Kareem Hunt. I think the Bengals win this game. I think they slow the uh, Cleveland Browns offense down quite a bit, even on the run. I think if anybody goes off, it would be still Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. But Kareem Hunt is just not going to be able to get it going. I think it also doesn't help. There's been a ton of you know trade talks going on. He wants to get out of there. He wants to have his opportunity to be the lead guy. I just don't see him being a guy that's going to you know break out this week and have a you know a good week. Yeah, you can't trade someone who's injured. That's mm-hmm. going to be that's what it comes down to. That's and a if, good point for for Hunt is just like what happened last week. Whenever New England went up huge, Hunt was yeah. non-existent. So if you're thinking that the Bengals are going to go up big. Then mm-hmm. it should be the same thing, and Hunt will not get any playing time. So right, yep. I, I just I hope he goes to the Rams at this point. Mm. Ooh, yeah. That'd be nice. That's fine. Yeah, just get him some uh, get him some good volume. This next guy, a guy who can never get the volume, <laughs> Michael Carter. They hate him. Just when he has had his opportunity, he literally had his opportunity to be the guy for like a solid forty eight hours, if they that really, yeah, maybe twenty four hours. Not even that. He saw no. Brees tears ACL, and he's like, "All right, it's my time." And they said, "No, nope. you literally drafted me with they a third in. round pick," and they said, "No." They shook his <laughs> Sandy, that was hilarious. touched his shoulder and shook their head. <laughs> they said, no, we son. are trading for an undrafted, uh, an undrafted running back, yeah. and you're going to be his bitch. Yeah, That's you're going to be said. his backup, by the way. Yeah, That's James, insane. James Robinson looks like he's playing this week, right? Uh, he's got no reason not to. I mean, yeah. he's already been there. He's had a, The fact that McCaffrey played, he arrived in the Bay on Friday, yeah. and you have yeah. a guy like Robinson, who I think he got there, what, Tuesday, Wednesday? Oh, you can't compare yeah, those two. So, but, yeah. And they're not even in the same stratosphere in terms of right. the – the scheme that they're going to be running for these yeah. guys. Michael Carter, you know, he he's great. You know, one of the coaches was like about to have his first child or something, and Michael Carter literally coached the running backs this week. It's a great wow. guy. Isn't that crazy? I love Michael Carter. That's the thing. It's like I've always liked him. I always feel like when he's given his opportunity, he has performed to an extent. Yeah, but a lot of one-yard touchdown runs yeah, will do it for you. He is just not the guy who's going to be able to lead them, though. And James Robinson will be a perfect supplementary back. As Nick th- said one time, I'm sure he's a great guy. <laughs> but that doesn't mean he's going to be a great fantasy <laughs> player for your team. He's what so. you say about a, a, a girl that's not very attractive. They have yeah, a great personality. Yeah, great personality. yeah Michael great Carter's guy. a butterface, that's oh. for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. what's the next one? Uh, Jake. Let's go right into another running back that I – it's kind of disgusting that whole backfield. He should be counting his days. Yeah, maybe a trade Goodness candidate. Gracious. He's for not going to die, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> his fantasy value is about to die. His fantasy is about to die. I'm going to go Darrell Henderson. As long as he still has a starting gig, he might get you like 10 to 12 a week. But yeah, he's. He's not. I'm not happy yeah. to start him, especially yeah. against the Niners, That's who have the Rams' number consistently. He's got a brutal schedule. I mean, San Francisco and then at Tampa Bay, so I don't think you can start him for a couple weeks, and especially yeah. if they're going to look to trade for a guy. So Yep. If they get Kareem Hunt or Ernest Johnson, that's immediately going to be... He's almost droppable at that yeah. point. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, when it comes to the Rams, they seem to have pretty bad luck with their running back health, especially long-term health. They've yeah. had two running backs that have just been Basically absolutely... Basically career-enders almost. Crushed, yeah. <sighs> Arthritis and Achilles. <sighs> Double A battery. Yeah, okay, we got the gritty king. We got the Mike Gesicki train uh, as another the sit. squaddle. The granny he, touchdown dependent. He's already not on a great you know, on a great you know upswing. But a lot of people would say you know against Detroit he has a lot of you know high potential in this game. I don't see it. This is a type of game that Raheem Mostert's going to look good. I think even Chase Edmonds somehow is going to get a touchdown. Nope. 
I it'll be one yard. It'll be one of those random. He'll have seven points to be it. But hmm. the other guys, Tyree Kill and Waddle, are about to have I mean, a really good week. Unless Gasicki's scoring a touchdown, he hasn't scored double digits one time this exactly. season. So it, he might get a lucky touchdown to save his day. But yeah, if you're banking on that, then I'm just it's not good. warning you before you see the Detroit matchup. Think twice. Yeah, I hear you. I I think every even week this year, uh, Tyree Kill's averaging 28 a game, and every odd week he's averaging like 13 a game. So this is a Tyreek Hill game, mm. not a Mike Kosicki game. Right. It's and, never a Mike Kosicki game. And the touchdowns are going to have to bounce in somebody else's direction. Tyreek is like mm. a 3% touchdown rate right now, and that's the career low. So that's not going to keep happening. Yep. The what next one, next? Uh, I don't think any of these guys are going to score a touchdown. Don't so say it's, that. It's a group of Multiple. guys. I don't, uh, this is the only one I actually kind of disagree with you on. The Broncos wide receiving core. It's, it's just because Sandy owns one. It's because with Russell Wilson being back, I don't think oh. Cortland Sutton's a bad start. I think he's still going to get you, you know, your floor of anywhere from 10 to 12. Uh, combined 28 points that, between whoever many wide receivers. Three or four wide receivers, and I won't be happy. No one will be happy. Nope. But yeah, I don't love I don't love the wide receivers, so I agree halfway. But I can't yeah. say I can't group them all. I think Judy gets shut down. I don't see really any other third option emerging. Dolchich might make a couple catches, get to him to like a ten point type of game. But Judy is sneaky yeah. trade, right? Judy yeah. could be traded this. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. So yeah. If, he might not even make it to the uh, the flight back. Who knows? Uh, he just yeah. stays in London, plays uh, overseas. I would take a different flight if I knew Russell Wilson was going to be on the plane. <laughs> nah, no, I was. I would pay extra money to go on a private <laughs> get these private flight jets. back. That's funny. High knees, baby. Yeah, well, I think we should go ahead and break down these matchups. Yeah. Go ahead and I'll go. I'll list it off. Tell you the. Oh, the line, and you guys tell me who's going to win. Okay. You want to start with the biggest game of the week? Maybe. Yep. The yep. Packers in Buffalo? It's not going to be that big, but Buffalo. Minus 11 yeah. Buffalo? Yep. I like Buffalo, but minus 11 is weird. But I Green Bay just looks it. so bad. They're missing Lazard. You kind of have to go with Buffalo here. Even minus 11 is so I, ridiculous if you look at that at the beginning of the year. I don't think it's that ridiculous. But I don't think it is. Like I think they could easily win by two touchdowns. Like the only guy Washington that I see just potential. Beat Green Bay. Yeah, the only team I see the only guy I see potential for on Green Bay right Aaron now Jones. barely, and that's barely. I yeah. like Aaron Jones cuz I think he catches passes cuz yeah. there's no one else to throw he's to. He's going to have to this soul. week. I'm I'm going to live and die by Aaron Jones' production this week if I want to win, but yeah, Buffalo wins this game I think pretty easily. Yeah. There we I go. Agree. San Francisco versus the Rams. The line is even. I'm going to go Rams. I'm going Niners. <sighs> These both these teams look bad and Debo's out. Yep, that's why I'm going with the Rams. I think I'm, after the bye, I might go Niners here. L. A. Mm. just looks so bad. I can't get on board with the Rams. I I mentioned before the show that George Kittle's on an upswing. McCaffrey's in sure. a second week with that scheme. Yeah, I think with Ayuk, especially with Debo being out, it's going to be more effective. I think their offense gets it moving, and, and you know the Rams' defense has been a little disappointing this year. So they're I'm, bad overall. I'm just yeah. going by week bump. That's all it is. Giants Seahawks minus three Seahawks. This might end up being the fun, one of the more fun games of the week. Uh, the Seahawks are four and three, and the Giants are six and one. I keep yeah, rolling de- with the we Giants. We definitely all predicted that before the season started. Of course, yeah, of course. I'm gonna go with the Giants. I just want to vote. I want to root. Yeah, for them. I'm gonna go with them. They just look good right now, and I like what Dabble is doing there. And they traded away Tony. I think they're gonna have a little added. Hey, we. I mean, look at the Panthers last week. Trade away right. a really good player. The rest of the team gets a little bit extra motivated. Yeah, right. The team knows, like, all right, this is who's here. Like, we're done making moves. This is a squad. And I think they're going to have a huge game, especially if it's a rain game. I, I do love that line. I think 
that's that's an awesome uh, deal right there. If you're mm-hmm. wanting to bet, I yeah. mean, minus Take the three Giants. for Seattle. I mean, Giants even with a loss by three, like give me that all day. All right, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a minus eleven favorite. See now, this I think this has more. The minus eleven here I like better than the minus eleven for Buffalo because I yeah. think Philly should win by like probably three touchdowns. I think right? they're sim. Mm. Honestly, they're very similar games, but I think Philly wins this game by more than eleven. But Pittsburgh's also, you know, I said another thing before the show. They're sneaky. You know, they're they're one of those teams that. They're going to surprise people. I think they've always struggled a little bit against the Eagles, so I don't look for this to be a super close game. But if things don't start going right in the first half for Jalen Hurts and company, you know, we could be looking at a close game. Well, you can't you can't ever count Pittsburgh out in in a certain sense, but just looking at what Buffalo did to them, I think Philly's defense is better than Buffalo's, and their offense is almost as good. So I think Philly wins by it at is, least 14. It is an in-state rivalry, so it's, yeah. I do want to throw that out there. I, I think Philly's probably going to win by 24. Yeah. Ooh, that's a, that's I, a I'm saying 14 number. to 17. So I think they as do. A final? No, like as oh, they're winning. Yeah, I think okay, they're yeah. probably winning by like 14, maybe 17. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, New England versus the Jets. New England is a three and a, or a two and a half point favorite. That's wild. I'm gonna go ahead and say that New England's gonna win this game. Not even being a homer. I just think yeah. New England is pissed. Yeah, I hate to say it too because I've been and really Mac liking Jones what the Jets are doing. Yeah, and we've, well, we've we like the Jets here on this podcast. You know Honestly, no, I'm fans. not gonna let you convince me. I love the the <laughs> Patriots defense. I love it. But I also really like the Jets' defense this year. Oh, man. Yeah, Quinn and Williams has been Defense Player of the Year material. Sauce Gardner has had one of the best you know, corner grades oh, yeah. in the league. So, He's I mean, not playing like a rookie. No. So, I mean, and I don't think a lot of people thought he would. You know, With a name like Sauce Gardner, you had to back it up. Yeah, he's got the but sauce, got the juice too on the side. Juice, yeah. I just, I like what I'm seeing from the Jets. I honestly like it's, it's sad that I'm looking at this. I think they have a chance to finish second in division behind Buffalo. Like Good that's, Lord. it's one of, it's, is it is the best division in football by far. By far, I do think the Patriots get the 500 though. They yeah. go four and four after this. Yeah, but I do think they lose this week. That's insane. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll probably go. You know what, Sandy just convinced me. I'm going with the Jets. Man, okay. I was going to go this New England. Been the beef. I want this to be a double beef. <laughs> I mean, what? Don't. We could call this uh, an let's Arby's Let's go. The week. first oh double gosh. beef in our show's oh, history. Yeah. Double beef? Okay, let's do it. Big points riding. Oh, my gosh. Double yeah. beef? I like the double beef. I'm excited for the I Arby's week. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Arizona, Minnesota. Our favorite matchup of the week. Minus Arizona three and a half. the soda. Oh, I didn't even. That did sound funny. Minnesota versus Soda. Minnesota's a three and a half point favorite, and I love yeah, it. That's, that's I think they huge get that. Value. Give me that. Call of Duty, baby. Mm. Yeah. You guys, well, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, Kyler so Murray. Go ahead and put an extra like one on that on the yes. on the spread. Kyler Murray's because, getting a text yeah. from his coach tonight. Hey, don't stay up too late. Yeah, I need <laughs> you in bed by one. Cure freeze eleven a.m. He's probably playing with Cliff Kingsbury, to be honest. Oh, honestly, I bet they play together. Yeah, they're children. Nah, actually. That's what that argument was about, I think. Mm. He said, bro, get your KD up. <laughs> oh, man. You can't be in my squad unless you at least carry He's a 1-5. Like, are you going to be on tonight? No, oh, man, I got to get some rest. Ah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. I He's love this game for that. I mean, I, yeah. this, the numbers don't lie. I'm definitely going Minnesota. Minnesota should win. As easily. it is, I did say Thielen's going to be a guy that has yeah. a good game. So I'm definitely the riding three with that The 3-5 well. is a steal, in my opinion. I think Minnesota yep. wins by at least 10. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I think it's close, but... The Raiders versus the New Orleans Saints. 
Pretty I'm, gross. Two, two, mm. two, two win teams. You know Ugh. what's sad Ugh. is in a lot of ways, I feel like this should be an upset game. Like yeah, minus, it, it should be. I'm going minus Vegas. one and a half. Raiders is the line. I'm going Vegas. They should New Orleans. Vegas on paper oh should be God, much New better. Orleans? I think Josh Jacobs carries Vegas again. Yeah, I like the Raiders. Mm. They've they've started to hit a groove. They won some games because they found their offense. Camara and company and Lave. They're not going to be able to keep up with this Raiders offense. Oh, that's such a fun question right there. Jacobs versus Camara. Mm, it's weird. Uh, Imagine us talking yeah. about this. I'm gonna go uh, Jacobs. Unfortunately, yeah. you can't yeah. not go him. But Kamara does is starting to look better. But yeah, until Jacobs, Jacobs doesn't score great. 30 points three weeks <laughs> yeah. in a row, then I guess you got to go with him. Yep. All right. Miami versus Detroit. Miami's a minus three and a half point favorite in Detroit too. Hmm. So it's indoors. I like Miami. I'm still going Miami. But I'm it taking be a Detroit for an upset. Oh well. Oh, two. Okay. They're gonna have two um, wins now. Amon Ross, St. Brown's back. He should be getting a you know ton of those catches. Swift is Swift back. Is back. Yeah, Jamal true. should be back to poaching touchdowns. Is Amon Ross back though from his not concussion concussion mm. yeah th- he's good he he's is good full, full okay. load not worried thank god so i like detroit pulling an upset that's fine okay it's not okay. a bad call all right cincinnati versus cleveland monday night football minus three cincinnati monday or sunday night monday, this night, is football. monday night football this oh. is a prime time game give me cincinnati <laughs> yeah <laughs> hell yeah three is it's a battle of ohio so it's a you know you know what is one stat though joe burrow hasn't beat cleveland I think he beats that him by twenty tomorrow. this week. I, th- I think it does. I think it does end it, but it's just something interesting. Cleveland always plays us weird for some reason. So, when do they play next? Uh, later in the year. This is actually their first time playing. Yeah, and Are, they've played every other division foe already. So, is this like a week eighteen matchup for them? Uh, let me check. It's here. definitely later in the year, but I mean, Cincinnati should win this game even with Chase being out. They so. play them week 14 after this. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely think when they get Deshaun Watson back, maybe it'll be a better game, but not this week. Right. Uh, the last one. Somehow this ended up being last on the list, Sandy. I think you're again. I, no, you didn't no, even no, want to talk me. about this. Wasn't no, me. This wasn't me. Carolina versus This is a, me. This is a me thing because I, th- I said it was comical. One team has two wins and one team has three, and whoever wins this game will be first in the division. Ugh. That's the only reason I want to talk the about NFC this. NFC South is, is so bad. Putrid. It's stinky. The NFC South is the new NFC East. I mean, I, I think Atlanta. I mean, they just in got Atlanta. destroyed by yeah, Cincinnati. Carolina winning Atlanta. last week. Carolina, well, that was a fluke. I think Atlanta is better than what a lot of people think they are, and I think they. I agree. They get the win. DJ Morrow will have a big game. I actually don't no. like that negative four now that I'm looking at it. Like <laughs> no, no uh, AJ Terrell. Atlanta's That's what I'm secondary saying. is torn the, up. The more that I'm looking at this, like Atlanta got <laughs> smoked by Cincinnati. Like they looked horrible. Your conviction's hilarious. I love like, it. Like they got. We destroyed. don't know anything. We still have Baker as quarterback, by the way. I think he's back this week. Is he? No, it's PJ. No, just leave sure? PJ. In. Yes, absolutely. I saw, I saw a report today about Baker. I PJ, PJ I'm, made. I'm starting to swing the more we're talking about this. Yes. I still think Atlanta might win, but that neg- that minus four is kind of a trap. I, I kind of like that more for Carolina. I think Carolina wins. Yeah, they they could. I do. The more I think I'm thinking so. about that, like you said, t- uh, Tyrell is out f- maybe out for the year, right? Oh, yeah. So Baker's a healthy scratch. Absolutely, oh dog. God. They he, hate he's Baker. He's off the injury An report. XFL quarterback has beat out yeah. number one overall pick. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Is Matt Corral coming back this year? No. Oh, he's out. I all picked year. him up. He was re- just to stay on oh, IR, Sam but they Arnold. said he's out the whole year. <laughs> Sam, that's the other one. God, that's like <laughs> talk talk about a quarterback carousel. Uh, I could not imagine trying to coach that room. He oh just talked to a bunch of dingbats. Literally, that's T.J. Walker's the most reasonable guy yeah. in there. He's like the Michael Carter of the Panthers quarterback room. Oh, my. That has to be the worst quarterback room in the NFL. Mm, Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm, well, right? I mean, the Broncos. The worst. No. <laughs> Broncos at least have a Super Broncos. Bowl champion. Could you imagine being oh, in that God. room and Russell's trying to talk the whole time? He's just he's doing subway commercials the whole time. Oh, he's like, hey, There's that only... was a really dangerous block right there. <laughs> it's spicy. So why haven't the Panthers brought back Cam Newton again at this point? Oh, oh, Cam's that's washed. Gross. Cam's <laughs> washed. Gross. He was terrible. Let's just make you. it worse. Let's yeah. throw that. Let's throw him in the mix Cam's there. Washed. See what happens. Uh, well, while we got five minutes left, mm. let me. I had a little thing I was thinking of all day today, and it's called ROS. You know how everyone wants to start. What's it? A, a Roth RO RO Roth IRA. Roth IRA. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there you go. Same thing. Okay. Who are we investing in the rest of the season I here? Like if you have an yeah. opportunity to redraft or dynasty. Just you we'll said, oh, okay, you did say redraft. Yeah, we'll do redraft for this year. All right, we'll start. We'll do one at every position, and we'll start a quarterback. And my idea was Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts. Do you believe that Jalen Hurts is going to continue to be as consistent as he is with all these rushing touchdowns? Mm. That's the big question. Because you take away those rushing touchdowns, evens out more to Miles Sanders, or is he going to even score more points? Because we were talking about that earlier. Very or is Joe Burrow going to do the same? Uh, he had favor- very, fairly favorable matchups where all those touchdowns came in. So, mm-hmm. you it's a know, great comparison because they're both top five right now, right? Yeah. I personally think Joe Burrow should be better. And why is Pablo on the counter? Hey, Pablo. Yeah. Uh, Burrow, I just feel like the way that his style of play, you know, works, he has a lot of targets, you know, at his disposal. He's also getting a little bit better. You know, his pocket presence is the only thing that ever scares me. And that's the one advantage I truly do give to Jalen hurts as just the ability to extend the play and be able to get out of the pocket. And, you know, whether it's a touchdown or just getting a first down, which they both do a good job at that. But Jalen hurts is just a little bit more consistent with it. I'm going to go Jalen rest of season. Definitely in dynasty. I think I like, I like Jalen. I'm, I'm going Burrow in go, dynasty. I'm going to go Burrow. Longevity for the I mean, most. Since Burroughs, that first game, he had four interceptions. He's had one. One interception since that very first game. And the last two weeks, he's had four total touchdowns and one rushing in both of those. So, you know, he's getting his own rushing touchdowns, and the schedule is, is going to be a little bit easier coming he's, up. So. He's starting to heat up a little bit. So, I mean, that, but I like both. That's a really good one. That's a good comparison. Yep. Okay. Almost even. Another couple of guys side by side. Now they're running backs. Damian Pierce or Miles Sanders for the rest of the year. That's Damian a tough Pierce. One. I like going Pierce. volume on a bad team yeah. or upside on a great volume team. Volume on a bad team is always yeah. what you want for fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. I'm going Miles Sanders. Really? Yeah. I I'm think the Pierce touchdown. Confidently. I like the touchdown upside. Not and right. I, I don't think Damian Pierce all season is going to get 150 yards a game or 120 or anything no. that's going to be reasonable enough to overdo the potential upsides because i mean we're talking about the eagles twice now in a row but yeah. the upside they're in their team, offense if they're actually in competitive games yeah. i think is through the roof yep the only objective thing that i have to say to that is he said he's not going to get the 150 every game he's certainly not and he's not going to get touched on every game but last game 92 yards on 20 carries zero touchdowns four catches 15.7 points is that his floor for the rest of the year It'd be a great no touchdowns. floor. Yeah. No touchdowns. And <laughs> if his not floor was under rushing. 15 but over 12, I like him. His I don't floor think should, be, should be 12 the rest of the year. Miles Sanders' floor, the problem with Miles him. Miles Sanders' floor is way lower. I think, I think Sanders has a higher ceiling. 
He that's does have the he higher does. ceiling because he's on the more explosive he's offense. Bigger, he's had the bigger games, too. His yeah. lowest, what scares me is he's got two games under 10, one of them being a five-point game. And it wasn't like he didn't get the touches, you know. He didn't get as many targets. He had the, the 30-point game. That's, that's yes. what Nick's saying. I yeah. get that. That's the ceiling so far. I get that. I think that's as, if you look at average who scores more through the rest of the year, I think Pierce will score a little bit more, but maybe Sanders has the bigger games. Yeah. In Dynasty, it's definitely Sanders over Pierce for me too, by the way. <laughs> definitely. Oh, I, don't I don't disagree know. with you on that I yet. Don't know. I'm super anti, uh, I'm super anti late round drafted running backs. Look I'm, at Michael Carter you. and James Robinson. There, there is you. plenty of support. <laughs> yes. There's plenty of support yes. for it. I know it. I like them both. The hope is Pierce is different, right? right. Yeah. He yeah. might be. All right. All right. Wide receiver. Rest of the season. Our this rest. is a tough one. Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. Oh, Stephon Diggs. That one's tough. No question. Really? Oh, man, really? Well, I who, love them both. Who has more yards this year by over 120? Well, who was just on by? Oh, wow. Well, in wow. that case, Tyreek also had a week where Tua got injured, and he went two for 33. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Tyreek. I'm going to go with Tyreek as well. I think... I think, Dig, I, think Diggs go, I think he goes down a little bit the rest of the year, and I think Tyreek just keeps getting... I think the, the way they're uh, getting him involved is just insane. I think he's almost more involved now than he was in Kansas City, as far That's as like I'm the saying. intermediate. The now, way that, that was they're yes. using him is just—I've never seen them. I've never seen him been used like that. Like you're saying at Kansas City, I never saw him be was used like that. And I think Diggs—they do obviously try to feed him the ball, but I think Allen almost force feeds him the ball, whereas Hill is open every single route here, every runs. single time. I do think that the emergence of Isaiah McKenzie and Khalil Shakur is also going to kind of hurt. The Bills, are they going to spread the ball around? And I don't think that the, the Miami Dolphins plan to do that anytime soon. That's the big difference. And I think Josh Allen's a better quarterback yep. than Tua, so he doesn't have to I, hyper-target digs. I know I did not hear Khalil Shakur get tossed yes, out there. I did. With his one game with five targets, three catches, and you're saying he's emerged. Like, yes, he had he one did. game. Yes. I think we, I would love to make this another addition to the Arby's Beef of the oh Week here. No. Oh, Arby's Beef of the Week. <laughs> We're sponsored by them now yeah. or something? <laughs> I've talked myself into getting Arby's tomorrow. I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, Ooh, my gosh. We should honestly hit them up about a sponsorship. Like, know, we love right? our beef. Wouldn't that be awesome? A free, like, sandwich a week? All right. We're, okay. Here's, <laughs> Is it worth it? Here's a question that may make your stomach. It may make you not even want to eat Arby's. Oh, Kiss, gosh. Mary kill. Dynasty. Three wide receivers. CeeDee Lamb. Michael Pittman. Chris Olave. Oh, marrying Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Right off the rip. Didn't even hesitate. I'll do the same. Yes. And then I'm killing Michael Pittman. What? I'm killing CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> so, what? No, actually, Sam Ellinger. I don't, I don't actually, actually, no, I agree. Sam Ellinger. Yeah, I agree with him. I was going to go kill, but I can't. I don't I like the word kill. I feel bad for saying yeah, that. No, you got to kill him, bro. You got to kill. What about CeeDee? I'm keeping, I like CeeDee. Or kiss. I'm kissing CeeDee, I guess. Yeah. So what if, what if, what if we rephrase it? That feels good. Keep, drop, or trade. That's what we should have called keep, it. Keep, drop, or trade? Mm. Yeah. I would drop Pittman, trade CD, keep Alave. Keep yeah. Alave. Yep. yep. Trade Pittman. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds way, that on sounds way yeah. more PG uh, than what you're we talking about killing. Well, you know the you know the point. Oh, whatever. We all understand. <laughs> I, who, I mean, truly out of the three of these, if they all had the exact same situation, 
Mm, I probably would like CD the least, just solely because of my uncontrolled, un, you know, biasness. But the hope yeah. is there for him. I think more so than it is for Pittman. I think Pittman is a monster. Yeah. He's huge, and he Alave can get open no matter set. what. Alave has already shown he may have more potential than CD. Legitimately. Ooh. Yeah, I mean Alave's a rookie doing what he's doing, so no question. Right. Yeah. Well, you guys want to go ahead and say it's a pretty good show. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah, we may even have some nonsense on the on the verge, Horizon. maybe. Who Definitely. knows? Uh, I think we're going to come out with an extra episode on Halloween. Right? Mm, Halloween, Absolutely. spooky season. Stay that's, tuned. That sounds very nice. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.